Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Odell's back. Bring his friend. What's up, folks? You are tuned in to Giving the Point. You forgot about us. We're back. Odell, how you doing, sir? You know, I'm I'm happy to be back. You know, the bowl season is over. Playoffs are – college playoffs are over. You know, I – I like counting my money at the end of the season, so we're going to do some mm. of that tonight. I'm, I'm anxious to get uh, back in the swing of things. So let, before we jump over to the money, which I don't want to talk about, um, you know, I, I hope you appreciate my rapping style. I tried my best. I probably caught you off guard with that. So a little folks, bit. I apologize for catching you off guard if your your volume was turned all the way up. So let's recap. You know, the last time we talked, we were finished with the regular season. We were dipping our toe into bowl season. We have our contest we did one-on-one. Um, so give me your reactions on not just the bowl games. We'll, we'll step to that secondary, but the college football playoff and the championship game, those three games, what were your reactions from? You know, the, the, the playoffs, um, unpredictable would be the word I would use. Um, I didn't see TCU uh, beating Georgia. I mean, beating Michigan. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that. Didn't see that coming. Um, I thought Michigan would throttle them pretty good. I thought Michigan would run up between the tackles, um, but they didn't. They couldn't. Um, I didn't see Georgia almost losing. Mm. Um, I, I had Georgia handily winning uh, Ohio State. And, you know, Ohio State was a good kick away from being in the playoff and getting another national title. Yeah, um, for sure. And then the, the, the championship game, I mean – I think everybody predicted Georgia throttling TCU. I didn't think it would be by 50 points, but I thought the 13 and a half would be easily covered. So what, what were your thoughts? Well, I had a vested interest before the college football playoff was announced. I think uh, maybe even before the conference uh, championship games, I took TCU just on a whim. I think I took TCU and USC as an outside chance. I had TCU at 14 to one. So I had a little betting interest in the final game. I was surprised oh. – that they uh, outlasted uh, Michigan. That was a that was, I think, in the playoff system sports. That may be two of the better playoff games that I have seen in quite some time. Yeah. Um, go. I mean, even as recently as the World Cup final. I know we're not big soccer fans on this podcast, but it was pretty close to that kind of uh, uh, action and and uh, and fun watching it. But uh, so I had an interest, but. It was just no fun. Once it was ten to seven, uh, dogs, and all of a sudden they just went on a fifty-five zero run. It was crazy. Yeah. It, this the domination. Uh, I don't know if it's just the SEC, the way of life down here in the South compared to the rest of the country football, but we, Georgia and Florida and Texas and the Southern states, we grew a particular type of football player, and it's it, Georgia is the poster child right now. It was yeah. Alabama of our recruits and, and how well they, they come to play, man. It's just, it's almost scary um, when you're, when you're talking about Georgia versus the world. So uh, yeah. I will say this on new year's Eve, it was kind of fun bringing in the new year with the uh, Ohio state, the kicker Ruggles missing the 50 yard field goal, like at the, at the drop of the ball, we weren't watching a ball drop. We we're watching college football yeah. playoffs. So Here that too. was kind of fun. Uh, me and my wife and son, uh, to bring in the new year. So those two games were absolutely freaking phenomenal. Um, wouldn't have it any other way. Just Georgia, Dan, well-deserved it. And uh, they could possibly 3 very well. 
Yeah, that was my next question. Who's winning next year? You know, let's let's go over to some uh, bet U.S. odds. Uh, we're going to take a look real quick at the odds. Well, before you look, okay. I can tell you who's going to win. Go ahead. I got it right here. Georgia's going to win, and I'll tell okay. you why. Have you seen their schedule? I have not. Okay, let me let me read you their schedule for next year. All right. We've got UT Martin. We've got Ball State. We've got South Carolina. We've got UAB. We've got Auburn. Wow. We've got your Kentucky Wildcats. We've got Vanderbilt. We've got an off week before Florida. Mm-hmm. We've got Missouri. We've got Old Miss. We've got Tennessee. We've got Georgia Tech. That is Georgia's schedule next year. Wow. They're going undefeated. They're yeah. If strength of schedule comes down to rank, well, I think they're not going to lose anything. If they do lose one, the strength of schedule, obviously, like you've just shown, is not the strongest at all. No, but when you're winning 56 to nothing every week, you know, yeah. they're not losing a whole lot. I mean, yeah, they're just not. I mean, Stetson Bennett, I think he's 39 years old. He, him and Tom Brady went to prom in the same limo. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think yeah. that, uh, you know, they're not losing a lot at quarterback. They're, they'll reload right. at the other position. So, right, right. I got yeah, one on Georgia. Looking at the odds here, they're by far they're plus two seventy five to win it. The next one down. Care to take a stab at the next three? Uh, I would I would jump back and say Alabama. Okay, they're second. USC. Um, USC is plus twelve hundred. Surprisingly, really? Yeah, for the Pac ten, that's the highest rank, and uh, so it's very top heavy. You got plus two seventy five okay. Georgia, plus six fifty Ohio State. Plus okay. 500, uh, I guess I did that in reverse order, Alabama. And then it's plus double digits from that point on, Michigan, yeah. USC, Clemson, you know. So in Penn State, 25 to 1. That's nice. So That's Kentucky, nice. 125 to 1. So SEC is very top heavy. But um, I, I can't imagine Georgia not doing it again. I, I don't. Yeah. That – Tease us up for a question. I don't know if you were listening to the broadcast. I think they announced it on the Monday night championship game. Do you know the last time a team won a three-peat, three titles in a row, what what college was it and what decade was it? Did you happen to hear this? No, I did not. Right. Um, I'll tell you, uh, as I'm thinking about it, I'll tell you something stupid. A uh, right. my, my son's basketball coach scheduled a basketball practice uh from 7 30 to 9 o'clock during the national championship game now is he was similar? a georgia he is a georgia fan okay that is so guess who was sick for practice probably probably jackson the, no the coach and his oh. son so he <laughs> schedules jackson. he schedules to practice and then he calls in sick to his own practice so Man. guess who had to go there and coach Coach well, I did, of course. Man. So I watched it on my phone while the kid shot free throws. <laughs> Man. I thought but, you were hint. I thought you were gonna hint at the fact that it was along the lines of the team mom for soccer, what shit kind of shit she pulled. I thought she might have been coaching the basketball and she scheduled oh, the practice. No. That, I thought we, we were going down that lane again. Yeah, we we would have boycotted that. Um yeah. Man. I would have to say 
Navy in the 50s. Okay. That, yeah, that'd be a close. The decade was the 40s, and it was Minnesota, surprisingly. I wow. Okay. never thought, didn't recall. I mean, obviously, we were far from being Rolled alive at that time, but. Yeah, I don't I don't know what famous players were on Minnesota, but we'll have to do some digging on that one. So that's yeah, kind of interesting that's to hear. Trivia. Yeah. Good trivia. Okay. So, so um yeah, looking your- forward to next year. Obviously, we talked about the front runners here. And uh, as far as Heisman, you know, who who do you do you know who's coming back and who is ranked in the Heisman odds? They've got the way too early Heisman odds out already. I, I would say uh Caleb Williams is up there. Probably May is up there. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to throw a, an Archie Manning our way somewhere, a, a Brock Ewer from, from Texas somewhere. And guess what? Mm-hmm. None of those guys are going to win it. it. It'll be somebody that comes out of the out of the backwoods week six um, because all the good ones are gone. You know, you've got Young leaving. You've got Stroud leaving. You've got uh, – I'll throw Stetson Bennett in there because um, he's gone too. Um, Sean mm-hmm. Clifford, <laughs> we've seen our last game with Sean Clifford. Thank Jesus. <laughs> um, so I, I think it'll be none of those. Yeah, none you've got – you were right on the – actually, you're missing one not-so-obvious one, but he's been hanging around our college fantasy Bo draft Nicks. boards. Huh? Bo Nix, is he coming back? Yes. Okay. And, in fact, the the name Nix is in this guy's last name. Michael Penix, Jr. Yeah. Okay. So he'll be back for Washington if he doesn't uh, jump in the porter, portal and go to some other school. So he, he should be back for the, the Huskies. Um, you get Caleb plus 350, Drake, May plus 500, mm-hmm. and then it goes down, drops drastically from there. You got Penix, Bonix, Jordan Travis from FSU, and then Ewers from uh, Texas. And surprisingly, Sam Hartman is coming back. I didn't think he had another year, but I think COVID gave him another year. So – where is he going? Back. Illinois or some some Big Ten school? I thought. I thought I heard Notre him Dame? going to Notre Dame, but Notre Dame I think that was. was just hearsay. I don't know if he's going or not. We we'll have to look that up because I thought that was a rumor. I that think was he's. May? No, I. Um, that's Sam Hartman. Hartman. Yeah, Hartman's the guy at Wake Forest. Has been there feels like yeah. forever. Um. Yeah, so that's that's our way too early. For uh, 2024 Heisman he odds. go to Notre Dame. Is he going to Notre Dame? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'll at least give him a little bit better background, a better uh, school yeah. to have on his resume builders. So huh? let me ask you. Well, so yep. let me ask you. Uh, who was your biggest disappointments of 2022? Biggest disappointment? I. I could go easy. Let me just – I tell you what, the way Tennessee stumbled at the end, they were looking like national champions uh, until the Georgia game, and they, the wheels just fall – they just fell off. I, I mean, Tennessee, as far as a higher-rated team that kind of fell off, overall team disappointment, if I look through the, the list of teams here, <sighs> gun to the head – who would you say? Let, let me give give me a minute right, to look so through here. I, I I picked out a a handful. Um, okay. First one that came to mind for me was UF. That was um, first one I would say. A new coach, um, a better coach, maybe. Um, yeah. A lot of new recruits. They just they the wheels fell off. Another one for me was was Kentucky. 
Yeah. Uh, they had Will Levis coming back. Um, they did lose some running backs, but everybody was talking about how good they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, even even you and I were talking about how good they were going to be um, before the season started. Um, yeah. Wisconsin. Oh, um, yes. Wisconsin yes. always has a decent team. This year they were they were just trash pandas. They were horrible. And then my biggest, probably the biggest disappointment all year long was was uh, Jeff Cox. Couldn't oh. pick a game. Couldn't get anything right. I mean, was was throwing stuff up against the wall and nothing was sticking. So it was it was a tough uh, tough road for Mister Cox this year. Throwing salt in the wound, man. So I guess uh, at that point we're gonna we're gonna head over to the the wagering recap for the bowl games since you want to throw some salt in the wound. Um, you know we decided to do a little one on one ten dollar uh, bowl extravaganza. So we just pick. <laughs> That's our first official uh, drop, sound drop. Uh, Mr. What the hell was his name in the movie? Was it? Oh, shit. Uh, John Malkovich, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, Rounders. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a bowl contest and, you know, we picked with the same spread and didn't just pick heads up, you know, win or lose. We picked it with the spread. So we had to put a little bit of thought into it. And I was looking pretty good. Until my wheels fell off, I had uh, about a two-game lead, and then you just came back and you had. Uh, it's appropriate that you pick Penn State for your winning team. So, out of all the bowl games, I want to say, is there forty? There's, there's a whole bunch. There's yeah, a whole bunch. You got twelve right with the spread. I got eleven yeah. right. So, we're both not doing something right. I mean, we barely. Uh, you barely beat me, but you beat me. So you prevail. Um, you know, that's $10. Then you go back to the, the full season uh, wagering. You won 20 there. Thank God I didn't rebuy. God, you I wanted to rebuy. I wanted you to rebuy. <laughs> I know you, you smelled the blood and water. You just wanted me to rebuy. Um, then uh, the $16 was side bet Saturday. That's an odd amount. And then the season long preseason wagers, you won 15. So you got me by the short and curlies up 61 bucks, and we're going to have to do something. Possibly yeah. next contest next I, uh, next month, perhaps. I like uh, I like the cash app, and I like uh, I don't okay. like I don't like uh, I don't like that Zell shit. Um, no, I'm not a Venmo that, fan myself. You're are or not? No, I'm not. For whatever okay. reason, my no, we won't get into that. But no, I'm cash app is good. Uh, I yeah. don't like, just cash at me the money. All we'll right. be all right. Yeah. Well, anyway, folks, he, he just wanted to throw that in there as his little segue into showing how good he is. And uh, I get it. What was that sound bite? Do it again, please. There you go. How appropriate. So Cox gets a big old. I was giving you a chance to do it. No, um, no, no. We, we, we've played it enough. Enough sound bites for tonight. So Odell prevails in every – we've had four different – parts of our wagering this season we had the side bets we had the regular games with the spread we had the bowl games we had the preseason bets you got me all four of them man i don't know what else i can do so that takes us to what our wonderful list this week what better to do than to do a list about what else would cox and odell do a podcast about if we weren't to do it about college football and wagering so we decided to do something a little bit off the grid this week 
Um, I'll let you start with your number five. What is the pod topic you would choose if you were not to do college football or wagering? Well, if you look at the wagering and what we talked about with college football, we probably shouldn't be doing a podcast. However, Absolutely. my number my number five would be professional wrestling. Um, not not a lot of podcasts out there about that. Um, we we get a lot of drops around wrestling and Ric Flair and that type of stuff. So yep. that that would be one that I would say that we could we could pull off. You know, in a way, I mean, but all the guys that I know, you're probably the biggest showman. So it's appropriate that you put out there a product like a wrestling. So that that makes sense. And uh, you're you're you play a great heel. So I, I would applaud I, I your efforts in trying to get a podcast okay. up and running for wrestling for sure. Very good. Um, my number five, I'm going to go to something I think you'll agree with. Uh, something we talk about from time to time, and you brought this point up, and I definitely have to agree to it. It's TV shows growing up. So our sweet spot was the you know mid to late '80s, early '90s. You know, there's a bunch of them we talked about over the three and some odd years we've been doing this. But I think we could hammer out a nice, solid podcast about TV shows growing up. I, I would agree. So that that segues right into my to my number four, '80s sitcoms. Perfect. We talk more about 80 sitcoms than we do just about college football. So I, I agree with you there. Um, what, what's the next one you got? Me, I've got uh, interviewing other people that lose money gambling. We, we know <laughs> a ton of people that lose money gambling, yeah. um, especially this year. This year was topsy-turvy with for everybody. I don't know of anybody that just killed it. Uh, a lot of people right. claim that they killed it, but they always claim they kill it after the game's played, not before. Right. So I, th I think right. that would be a, a good topic is just to, to interview the sad sacks that lose their, uh, their lunch money. True. Um, I thought of for my next one, something we both have something in common with, and that's we have young men that are in the athlete, you know, they're young athletes are growing up playing sports and we're there on the sidelines. And I think our experiences as sideline dads is what I would kind of call the podcast. I think we have a yeah. lot of stories we could share um, and just uh, kind of comical or not comical kind of learning, you know, how to, how to teach our, our sons how to play the sport. So I think sideline dads will be a pretty good topic for a podcast personally. That would be really good because I, I do uh, time to time show my ass. <laughs> so uh, I'm a, you know, I try to hold it to a minimum, but sometimes it, it gets to me. So yep. my number two, Fast food. We mm. talk a lot about junk food, fast food. I think every Christmas, every uh, Thanksgiving, uh, July 4th, we always have a food topic of some sort. Um, mm -hmm. We just talk about food in general. So I, I got fast food down here. Yeah, that's my next one as well. Uh, junk food slash fast food. You know, you talk about your Waffle House. I dote on Trader Joe's, which if – the average person hears the words Trader Joe's. They're like, oh, you're healthy. No, man. Trader Joe's has some of the most devious food ever. So yeah, I could do it on Trader Joe's alone. They got the some of the nastiest, best food. Don't get me wrong. Nasty means good, uh, but nasty for you. So, um, yeah, I think we could really gum up something devious about junk food or fast food in general. So uh, I definitely agree with that one. The next one I have is something we have in common. Again, I tried to think of a common uh, ground a common middle for both of us and that's sports cards you know you've kind of been in it longer than i have i started when i was younger picked back up i had a big gap 
Um, but during COVID, I kind of got back into my old collection and uh, and kind of learned a lot of things. So I think us and our, our knowledge we've learned and and uh, love for sports, sports cards would be a pretty good topic for us. Very good. So my number one, it's got to be the facts of life. <laughs> Tootie, Blair, Joe, Mrs. Garrett. I mean, how, how do you Tootie, not? I'd like to have a word with you. Tootie? I mean, like- how, do you, how, do you, how do you not? <laughs> I mean, we, we've talked a lot about uh, Mrs. Garrett and, and some of her uh, antics. So I got to go with uh, the facts of life on this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to finish up with poker. I mean, that's probably the the one thing we do talk about the most other than football or wagering is uh, our, our poker stories, our, our philosophies on it, our love for it, strategies, um, stories about bad beats, about big wins, which are far and few for this guy on this side of the computer. But um, yeah, poker, a po- poker podcast. I don't know what we'd call it, but uh I don't know. We'd think of something funny, I'm sure. But uh, I think that was definitely uh, one of the top five that we would do if we were not doing what we're doing right now. Agreed. Very good. Very good. Um, like any it. honorable mentions? Anything else you had? Uh, no, no. I thought I thought that really covered the gamut there for what we were trying to achieve tonight. Okay. Um, now, I did want to bring up one thing that I do. I've been doing for about seven or eight years. Now that I think about it, it's not as long as I thought. I've been doing a playoff fantasy league of NFL. It's a little okay. bit different. So a guy that I work with gets everybody together, 10, 11 guys, the Friday night before the wild card games on that Saturday. Um, we just do, it's all paper. So it's all old school. Like you would do, like Lipinski would do the brackets all by you know hand, not before computers, you know? Yeah. So we do it. There's no program that can do the scoring the way he does. So, we pick, you know, a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a defense, a kicker, a flex. So the key is, though, when you lose your guy, obviously you have no more chance at points. So you want to take a team that doesn't necessarily have, you know, you're taking a chance on having a – it's total points for the entire playoffs. So if you take a team that has a buy in the first round, you're losing out on points, obviously. So you would avoid the no. Chiefs and, yeah, the the, the bye weeks. Um, so – I ended up taking uh, Justin Herbert and Eckler. So they got me some points, and I was – it was almost like I got, I got tickled with a feather in my ass. I That Jaguar game, the comeback of the century, man, we're going to delve into that too. Yes, we um, will. That was a hell of a comeback. But I thought I had another set of games out of those guys. I was smiling ear to ear, and then Mr. Trevor went to work. And uh, it, yes, was a, it was a thing of beauty. Doug Peterson, tip of the hat to that guy with – ballsy play calling uh, with that two-point conversion. But, um, yeah, anyway, so we have a playoff fantasy league. It's like 25 bucks. So it's not – it's first and second. So it's not big money, but it's something fun to look forward to throughout the, you know, five-week playoff uh, time frame. So okay. uh, looking forward to that. I've already lost a few guys, but uh, we'll see what prevails here in the next coming weeks. I'll keep you all updated. But, um, anyway – I want to change gears to your poker story. I hear we have some rumblings at the, uh, with the Baltimoreans perhaps. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, you could, you could say this guy was a, he was a Baltimorean. He was, he's more of a DC guy, I guess. Um, I, uh, I had a really good 2022, really good. I mean, one, not the best year I had, but I, when you, when you clear five figures, 
playing poker tax free. Mm. You're, you're doing good, right? So yeah, I absolutely put up a little bit of a bankroll and was playing two five on Saturday while the Jags was going on. Mm. And uh I got into a, a pot and um I hit trips with aces and mm. I showed everybody that I had aces and tried to push everybody out with my betting. This guy continues to call and catches a five on the river. To, cost me about 300 bucks. He had a straight. Oof. So I'm kind of fuming. Um, a few kind minutes of. later, uh, so I, I rebuy and uh, I, I didn't follow my own rule. I didn't get up from the table. I uh, shoved some more money up there. I'm going to get this money back. And I got dealt uh, pocket sixes. Couldn't do a whole lot with that. Um, but I made it 50 and I got mm -hmm. four callers. This is the kind of table I'm at. Jesus. So the pot's already 250 bucks. Um, the flop comes down. Uh, ace, six, three. Flop to set. Guy across the table bets out 200, and I just shove him all in. Hmm. Turns over pocket queens. So I, it's a set versus queens. Mm -hmm. Next card comes, fucking queen. Oh, my God. Cost me 800 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So and this was it. What what uh, what table was this? Two five. Two five. Two five. Two five. So it's time to and, this, and, and the Jags were down twenty seven nothing while this is going on. So I wasn't now, happy. During that comeback of the Jags, did your luck improve as the Jags were improving, or did it sometimes stay? it's time to walk out and go home? <laughs> it is did. time to when you have two hit hitch like that within thirty minutes. It's Listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to lose any more of their money back to them. I'm going right. to live to play another day. So I hear you had a good poker story. Well, I, it is. It's not near as uh, wallet hitting as yours is. Mine's more a little entertaining than anything. So I get these emails about surveys that they have. That a company that locally does the surveys, and they're always asking me, "Come in and do it. We'll pay you." Okay, all right. So I'll go in there. So. I had nothing else to do. They were offering 50 bucks for, to try four different types of creamy chicken soup just to taste it. Took all of 15 to 20 minutes for me to finish. Okay. So I take that $50 cash, head on over to the poker room just a few minutes away, try my hand at some 2 2 no limit hold'em. I don't really do it that much. So I was like, I need to get at the table. I play online, but I don't play in person. So I need to get my skills back for playing in person. Yeah. Um, so I sat down. I know it's not a lot to do. 50 bucks at the 2-2 is not going to last long. And I know I'm outnumbered by the stacks I see all surrounding me. So first hand, I lost two, got blinded out. Second hand, I get pocket aces. So I I think I four times before the flop, one caller. Flop comes eight, king, ten, rainbow. Pushing, okay. I'm pushing all in. <laughs> I step out betting, I think six to eight. I think no, maybe a little bit more than that. Called the caller raised me, if I'm not mistaken. I go all in, caller flop trip eights. So I walk out with my tail between my legs. Oh. The one very rare time that I try it, and the bad aftertaste of bad, nasty, creamy chicken soup on the ride home. So um, that's a short poker story. I had dealt. I played two hands with 50 bucks um, for 15 to 20 minutes of tasting fucking soup. So that was my, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was uh, a, a, about an hour out of my 
whatever day that was last week. Mm, that deserves one of these. <laughs> but that, that does. That's, that's perfect for time. both of our stories. Jesus. So yeah, yeah. mine to a much less lesser extent than yours, but uh, hopefully we can turn it around for you in uh, 2023. Maybe that's just a, a dumb occurrence that, that happened. So, so you know, we we're talking about news and and some of the things that are going on. Did you know that we had somebody famous listening to our podcast? I did not. Please fill me in, fill us. So in. he he called me, and okay. I want to. I'm gonna. I recorded something, so I want to, I want you to tell me if you know who this person is. Okay. And then last week I told him, I was like, once we win on Sunday, we're going to Waffle House. So, and then last <laughs> so That you know sounds who that like is? Jacksonville's own Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I, I was so excited and happy when I heard that he dropped his shit and he went to Waffle House. I, I was like, this guy's got to be listening to the show. Waffle House <laughs> owes me some money. Um but uh, of all the places in Jacksonville to go, he took it to the house. And did you hear his order? No, I didn't. Please. Okay, man. I, so let me, let me play that for you. Okay. A Texas bacon cheesesteak with hash browns with cheese and a pecan waffle. That, I mean, you can't go wrong with that order. Phenomenal. A pecan yeah. waffle? A pecan waffle. I've had one. They're delicious. Dude. They're, they're good. That is, so, that's a phenomenal really, order. I couldn't really be all happy that nowadays, about Trevor. Yeah. Say it one more time. I was really happy with Trevor. You know, he he gave me a little shout out there, and he's talking. You know, because we've talked tremendously about the Waffle House every. Um, oh, absolutely! Once so, a month, Waffle House comes up. So that's great to hear. He's a listener, man. And shout out to Trevor. Hey, we we appreciate you listening. And uh, I did see a picture of that before you mentioned it, and before he called you. Wink, wink. Um, on social media, I forget which platform it was, probably Twitter. It had him in front of the, the Jacksonville Waffle House. It's kind of cool yeah. to see. Um, you know, I think he seems like a real down to earth, real professional, uh, just a good young man. And obviously, just uh, getting to be a hell of a quarterback. So I think Jacksonville did the right thing in drafting that dude. I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. But um, yeah, yeah I'll tell got- you, one of the things that he has done. If you really look at the at the wide receivers that's on the field, is he's made them better. You know, Christian yeah. Kirk wasn't that good when he was in Arizona. He was good. He wasn't that good. Zay Jones. He was a, I mean, there was a running joke that me and some friends had is where is Zay Jones? Because we invested a lot of money in in him for sports <laughs> cards. And it was always like, where's Zay Jones? We don't know where he's even at. You know, he bounced yeah. around from Buffalo to L.A. or to Las Vegas, and now in Jacksonville. Like Jesus, we'll never get rid of these things. But he's had a good year, so I think I think Trevor really rises his his teammates up, which which is really good to know. I'm, and uh, you know, while we're talking about it, I got Jags on the list. Really happy for those guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, once once Jacksonville got a team, I was always a lifelong Cowboy fan. And I switched. I said, you know, I live in Jacksonville. I've got ties to Jacksonville. I went to a lot of Jags games and still a still a Jags fan. You know, I'm not a, an obnoxious one that wears, you know, the 1990s gear. <laughs> you know, the, the cat the tails and the cat yeah, ears. I'm, I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm just a yeah. just a good fan. And, you know, I don't talk a lot of shit about them because they're horrible, but I don't prop them up either. But but now they're they're doing really good, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy for them. 
Yeah, and that's a testament to what you said earlier about Trevor making the players around him better. Think about this. Evan Ingram, he was rotting away up in New York with the Giants. Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones wasn't doing him any good. He comes down here, had a hell of a game, had a last few games. He's been on a run reception-wise. He's been double-digit receptions, I want to say, and a couple touchdowns. So you're right about that. I mean, he's made Zay Jones a fairly household name in the Jacksonville area. He brought Christian Kirk from a third or fourth option in Arizona to probably number one option in Jacksonville. Yeah. So, you know, he's – and then ATN speaks for itself. Obviously, they played college ball in the same backfield at Clemson. But ATN, since that injury, he has come out gangbusters this year, playing really well towards the latter half of the year especially. Um, I'm trying to think of other players. I, I've really watched a handful of Jags games, even living in the area. But, um, you know, good for the Jags fans. I know a lot of people we know have money invested in tickets and gear and God knows what else. And – a lot of times, so you know when your when your uh, investment pays off and you get another extra week in the playoffs, good on you, man. That's great. And yeah, really I'd, bad I'd much rather I'd much rather see him. I mean, even though I'm a fan, much rather see the city do well versus it not. Yeah, you know I mean, sure. it's always and better for society I, and and the area in general when we're not rotting away and the morale of the the Jacksonville area for sure. Um, I was going to say so, something else. Oh man, I forgot. I, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I've got some really sad news. Okay. This this kind of snuck up on me. All right. Did you know that East Bay closed down? No shit. What a staple of our growing up, man. Uh, I saw it and I I saw it on social media and it had the old magazine that had yes. all the the basketball jerseys you could buy and the football jerseys oh. on one page and I was yeah. like I went. I immediately went to East Bay, and they might have had like ten things left. Oh man, it was nothing that anybody would want to buy. I think it was like a just nothing. And Steve Burr like, Jaguars jersey. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> just a sad state of affairs. And and I was talking to my son, and I was like, you know, you have no clue. There were two things that a, a kid that was sixteen years old could look forward to. Um, one was the East Bay catalog coming. Absolutely. And it came every month and you could, they had all the good balls and, you know, stuff that you couldn't, you know, there were my, our, my kids and I'm in yours either. They don't understand that you couldn't just go to Dick's and buy a good basketball. No, the no. coach ordered those somewhere and we don't know where they ordered them, but right. you could buy one. You could buy a leather basketball and yeah, it was expensive, but that was the right. kind of stuff we asked for for Christmas. You could buy jerseys out of the East Bay. And the other Dude. thing was, Auto Trader, the okay. Auto, the Ninety-nine cent Auto Trader. Those were two staples that you could get every week or every month that you kind of look forward to. It was the simple things in life, and now we don't have Auto Trader and we don't have East Bay. Man, that's man. I, I didn't hear that about East Bay. We we uh, my brother and I kept the lights on there at East Bay. Boy, my mom and dad threw some <laughs> coin down every Christmas for about a five-year span there. Uh, man, jerseys, shorts. NBA stuff, just left and right wristbands, everything, man. Yeah, I mean that's so, that's where I was telling my telling Jackson that's where we bought our stuff. There was yeah. there was Sports Authority, but they didn't have anything good. You know, you went and got the yeah. Banana Slugs T-shirt or whatever the the clearance <laughs> thing was because all they had was Magic stuff. You know, there was yeah. no Jaguar yeah. team. It was you got you got Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins, mm. or you got um, Florida Gator stuff, and that was it. Yeah. That's all you could get it. 
sports authority. There was no dicks, no nothing else. Champs had bullshit too. There was no yeah, no champs. East Bay, East Bay or bus, buddy. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, rest in peace, East Bay. We might have to throw up a for those of our listeners and viewers that don't know about East Bay. We might have to educate you and throw a little. Uh, be sure for sure to follow us on social medias, Instagram. Twitter at giving the points. We're going to throw up a copy of the East Bay magazine. If you don't know what it is, um, it was definitely the go-to. It was like an online, excuse me, a, a, a magazine, Dick Sporting Goods. Probably better than that, I would say. Yeah, it had, it was 50 pages of heaven. Yeah. And, you know, if you sure. remember, there was no internet. You wouldn't order it online. You were sending that, right. you were calling and ordering what you That's wanted, right. and, they, and they sent it to you. Wow. Man, you are taking me back. We would order it on the phone or do a mail-in, I guess, send a check. What would you do? See, I wasn't mailing nothing in because I want to make sure that they got it. That's true. That's true. I didn't handle, I was not paying for it. My mom and dad were obviously, but uh, that's interesting, man. I'm glad you brought that up because I hadn't thought about East Bay and God knows how long. So Um, that's why they're closed. Thanks to you. So more news (laughs) since we're talking about basketball, East Bay and basketball. Absolutely. Did you know that Kevin Durant last week passed Dominique Wilkins hmm. on the all-time leading scorer list. So I, I pose a question to you. Okay, okay. You get one pick. Got it. For your forward. You're taking KD or you're taking Dominique? Ooh. 11 out of 10 times I'm taking the Slim Reaper, Kevin Durant. Really? Absolutely. Why would you say Dominique? Because he can jump and do windmill dunks? He could do everything Kevin Durant did, and he didn't stay injured. <sighs> Kevin See, Durant. And, 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 so, Kevin Durant has never played on a team that didn't have another all-star on it. That's Dominique Wilkins had Spud Webb. Doc Rivers. That was, Doc Tree Rivers Rollins. was just Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers was a better coach than he was a player. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm taking Dominique. Let me, for argument's sake, I mean, our listeners are unfortunately probably agree with me, but let me just state my facts. Dominique didn't change the way that players played and def- players defended. I think Durant is one of those lifetime, like players of a genera- generational talent, as they say. There's certain players, there's KD, there's LeBron, obviously, there's Kobe. Um, even I'll throw a LaMelo ball in the next decade or so. There's players that change the game. I think the game was changed in certain ways, even like Shaq down low. Kevin Durant, I have never seen a tall guy move like that, shoot like that. and He changed the way that small and power forwards play. I can't say the same for Dominique. He was just a really good all-star small forward. So that's my argument for that, that Kevin Durant kind of changed the game a little bit. I would have KD in my top 200. You would not? Would not, no. No. Wow. I, I just – I don't respect his game at all. I just – I can't. Man. I don't. I Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know the guy personally, but I hear of things and see things he does, and he's a complete jackass. Um, but I'm not talking about him personally, but basketball-wise, there's no way you can say he is not – I mean, I would put him in of all time, thinking, knowing what I know, gun to the head. I'm I'm top fifty in him for sure, maybe top forty. I, that's that's an incredible statement. I'm, 
we may have to edit this part out. Okay. I, well, I, maybe we'll do some research. Uh, you know, our, our fans on Twitter, um, Facebook, people that know us, let, let us know what you think. I, I'm interested to know because I take Dominique all day long. Do- Dominique was a showman. He could do shit. He used to bring me off of the couch when I watched him play for Atlanta. And KD could be standing in my living room, and I wouldn't walk in there to pass him a glass of tea. I, I, I don't know. So you somehow you're muted. Still Sorry, muted. There you go. Now you're back. Well, I apologize. Um, I want to comment on that. Dominique, don't get me wrong. Dominique was a phenomenal dunker. I used to love watching him. So it's not that he wasn't entertaining. If we're talking basketball skills versus basketball skills and what he brought to the NBA, Durant's a no-brainer to me. But we could go on forever about this. Man, that's uh, that's okay. Yeah. That's all uh, right. Do you have any more comparisons you want to throw out? Any more obvious comparisons? Because I could go do this all day. No, no. I, I was just looking up. Dominique – you know, okay. he was a 46% shooter from the field. That's, I mean, that's, pretty, that's impressive. pretty good. Uh, For I a non-big man that's not uh, with the back to the basket, what, that's uh, pretty KD, impressive. What is Kevin Durant's stats here? Well, I thought you were going to agree with me. Keep in uh, mind, when you look at these stats, Kevin Durant has the ball in his hands more often than Dominique did on his team. Okay, and, and you know, he's 49%. That's even more impressive than what I just heard. I mean, obviously it's a higher number, but he takes the volume as more than what Dominique was in my in my experience watching then and now. But uh, you know, I, I never saw I don't recall Dominique really taking over a game. I mean, he had good battles versus Bird and Jordan and uh, you know, in the eastern side of the, the, the bracket growing up. But Kevin Durant, man, he he battles everybody. He just I don't know. I, I, I don't like him personally, to be honest. I, I try to shy my son away from what he does off the court, what he says yeah. off the court, but he's a hell of a player, man. I've never uh, seen maybe, maybe he is, but I, I still I, – I'm not – if I were drafted, I'd still take Dominique. Okay. I mean, maybe I just need somebody to clear it out for Jordan. <laughs> but you, need, you may have brought up a good off-season topic. We need to do an all-time NBA draft just based on who we like, not – who was good, but maybe our favorites, maybe top 10 to 15. It'd so maybe probably be, it'd probably be the same 15. No, no, there's no way. There's no way in hell. Now, I'm not going to pick like Elgin Baylor. I mean, obviously, he's going to be in a general top 50, but I didn't see him play, so he wouldn't be in ours or mine. And that would personally. be good. Maybe we should do 15, right? Our top three point guards, top three shooting guards, top three. Centers, um, just all down. Sh- how about top three guards, of every position? I mean, sorry, four. Yeah, forwards and centers. That, and that would be a, a good uh, list. The caveat is you have to have seen them play. Yeah, you can't have heard about them, like Dave Bing or like Elgin or uh, Lou Al- Bill I mean, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Right. We so, didn't see those guys play. So a, a bunch, a handfuls of these top 50 players, we're not going to be able to include. So that may be a very interesting topic to do. That would be Todd a long... Day is going to make a sighting. <laughs> he is going to make a sighting. Who, who's going to make that? Todd Dominic? Day. Todd okay. Day. Todd Williamson. Day. 
Now we can't go that crazy you, just because we need them on the podcast, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So let, that's, I'm going to make a note of that. That's a good topic. It's a fun, maybe during the NBA playoffs that, what is that? May. So maybe we can do that for our May show. Okay. Very about good. That. Um, so moving forward, you know, we, I think we decided we're going to go ahead and do during the off season, which we're considering February, March, April, May, June, and July once a month, maybe twice a month. So uh, please keep you know, listening and uh, stay tuned on the uh, the social media outlets and we'll kind of update as we go. But, but I will say that we, we uh, for those of you out there that, that love our show, uh, some new and exciting things coming in August. Okay. We're going to ramp it, it up. You heard it from Osho. We're going to bring it to it the level. You know, we've, uh, we've kind of greased the wheels and got our, our feet, our legs under us the first three years we've been doing this and um, not really got the word out there that often that much, but I think we're going to press a little bit more to get the word out there and, and to, uh, to make our, our step up our game a bit. So uh, I welcome the challenge and I'm excited to do it along with you, man. And, um, you know, I, obviously I'll, 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 I'll get up with you on the money. So I owe you from this season uh, reluctantly, but um, any closing words as we close out the the season of college football and wagering? No, just a, a, another. I mean, it, it, it was worth the sixty one dollars, so I, I appreciate it. You know, if you if you look at the time uh, time ratio, it's probably not the best time that I you know I could have sold some stuff on eBay for the you know the <laughs> seventeen hours that we've done doing this, but uh, it's well worth yeah. seeing that. Uh, Send that cash app come through and you know, I'll take a picture of that. I might oh. post that out on social media for everybody, but uh, oh, I enjoy doing be, it. I look forward to uh, next football season. All right, folks. Well, once again, we thank you for your patience and your uh, support and listening uh, to giving the points and uh, stay tuned. We'll, we'll see you here. Uh, this is middle of January. So we'll, we'll see you in February and uh, we'll ramp up to the 2023 college football campaign in early August. So until then, for Osho, I am Cox, and we will see you next time. Dominique, still better. KD. Bye, guys.